Hey, Bethel family! Thanks for joining us today as we engage Proverbs and Ecclesiastes. We hope this study equips you with wisdom as you engage your community, whatever you find yourself this summer. Have you ever been hurt by someone's words, or worse yet, been the one who's done the hurting? Hi, I'm Melody Ackerman, and I have the privilege of serving in kids' ministry with all the wonderful individuals who volunteer down in the kids' zone. God is so amazing, and His transforming power is unbelievable to me. Let me take a second to give you the definition of the word unbelievable. Remarkable, extraordinary, too impossible for belief. I'm on staff here at Bethel, and if you were to ask anyone from my past, what do you think Melody will do when she grows up? Working at a church would not have even made the list. I had major anger issues, and I was on the debate team. So my default was not only to argue, but win. I used to think winning an argument was more important than the health of the relationship. It was more important to me for them to see my view and why I was right. Proverbs 15:28 says the mind of a righteous person thinks before answering, but the mouth of the wicked blurts out evil things. I was definitely the latter. Fast forward a few years when I realized that life without God isn't working out so well for me. Some of you, like me, did not have the instant turnaround that you hear about, but a very slow, long, and sometimes very hard transformation. Thirteen years ago, God opened the door for me to work at Bethel. I've had the true blessing of serving alongside some amazing people, and I thank God for their instruction, correction, patience, teaching, and most of all, grace. I think if I had to put up with me, I would have given up a long time ago. But God is so good and has used these brothers and sisters to shape and sharpen me like iron sharpens iron. In Proverbs 15, we see a consistent theme about our words and the power they have. There's wisdom in answering gently because it turns away anger rather than stirring up wrath. We can speak with wisdom or blurt out foolishness. We can be hot-tempered and stir up conflict, or we can be slow to anger and calm disagreements. Our tongue can heal or break a spirit. There is good that comes when we're slow to anger, patient to understand, and thinking before we answer. If you look at Jesus as an example, you will see that he did this really well. I remember one time a Bible study leader pulled me aside after we were done. I had lashed out about something that was a trigger for me. She lovingly asked me why I was so angry when that topic came, came up. It was like she genuinely cared and wanted to know what was going on to make me react the way I did. I told her that <clears throat> what they were saying wasn't correct and it made me mad and they needed to know that. She shared with me how Jesus must have felt that way so many times. He was falsely accused. People around him had missed the point of God's love and grace. He watched how others were being treated with prejudice and judgment, and how we never saw him turn around to defend himself, nor yell or berate others so that he could so that they would get the point, or argue with someone when they were incorrect. He patiently helped them to understand and learn the truth. Being corrected or disciplined is never easy, but Proverbs 15.31 says, If you listen to constructive criticism, you will be at home among the wise. If you reject discipline, 
you only harm yourself, but if you listen to correction, you grow in understanding. Don't you want to be someone who heals, builds up, encourages, loves, listens? I know I do. I also know there are many arguments that I have to let go of, even knowing that I'm right and that I could win. Over time, I've learned a relationship and the reputation of Christ is worth so much more than winning an argument or a debate. I want to encourage you as a brother or sister in Christ to watch not only what you say, but how you say it. People are watching. I know I was, and I still am. People are always observing our behaviors and reactions. Do you have a soft answer or a hard word? Would you be considered to have the tongue of the wise or the mouth of a fool? Would people say that you're hot-tempered or slow to anger? Are your words gracious and pure? I still have so much growing to do and oftentimes wonder if I will ever get it. I walk away frustrated with myself thinking, seriously, why didn't I handle that with more grace? I want to have a gentle tongue and my words to be life-giving. I find myself apologizing a lot and asking for forgiveness often and praying that I would just get this figured out. Will you take a minute to pray with me now? Father, you are a good father and you love us and want what's best for us. Forgive us for the way that we act, the things we do and say, for wanting our own way and selfish desires. Thank you for your love, for your forgiveness, mercy, and grace. Thank you for the example that your Son is for us. Thank you for pe putting people in our lives that will help shape us and that we can learn from. We want our words of our mouth and the meditation of our heart to be acceptable in your sight. Help us to be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that you desire. In your Son's name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen in tomorrow as we encourage each other with the wisdom of God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to dive into God's Word with you. We would also like the chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you will find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together. Finally, please consider sharing this podcast with your friends by word of mouth or on social media. Thanks, family. God bless you. Gracias y que Dios te bendiga.